Yo, I'm Fun. This is Alan Ev. Enjoy. Welcome back to Alan Ev's season two, episode number 18. I'm here with my friend, my co-worker, pretty established uh, young lady next to me, Jess. Kia ora, mate. How are you? Kia ora, good. Thanks for coming on the show. Pretty late notice, like 24-hour notice. It's a bit honoured you asked, to be honest. No, well, I told you ages ago we were going to. (laughs) I told her ages ago she was going to come on the podcast, but I was like half taking the piss. And then I thought about it. I was like, actually, actually, you've done some pretty random, pretty cool things. And it'd be cool to, you know, have a yarn about it. I'm kind of nervous. I'm a bit nervous too. Because at work, it's just like chat. I Whereas know. now, you know, it's being recorded and stuff. I feel like it would be like, if we had a camera just on at work all the time. Yeah. It'd be like natural podcasts coming out of it. it. Now you know it's recording. It's I like, know. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. Just act um, natural. Act just act natural. Act natural. Act natural. <laughs> I'm going to open the show with a little story before we get into introducing Jess. So for a few of you who know me, like a few of the three listeners that listen, um, I'm on a scholarship at AUT for, I think it's leadership in the community, but it's pretty much just like, yeah, just touch. I was telling Jess this story before, but she's going to act like it. she's never heard it and say, oh, mm. nah, in all the right places. Okay, got it. Anyways, on the scholarship for the last year or whatever, but you have to reapply and so... Obviously, I was like, saw the application date, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it then, like I did it last year, I did it on the date last year, it took me like three hours, just did it, put it in. And then, the reason for doing that, like putting it off like a month or two, and everyone already knows where this is going, the reason I put it off like two months is because I wanted to finish uni and see how my grades went, Um, and then I was obviously playing PTL for touch, so I wanted to make sure that that was actually going well before I applied. Mm Mm-hmm. I also just wanted to give it as much time as I could in case anything popped up, which in the business's case and in the podcast case, it did. So I left it as long as I could, and I was in the car going to get ice cream yesterday with my parents and my sister, and it was real cool. Every Sunday when we are at home before the barbie, we'd go out and get our ice cream, real fruit ice cream. And we were talking about something, and I don't know how it came up, but all of a sudden I was like, oh, shit. I forgot to reapply for my scholarship. And my stomach just dropped and I like straight away opened up my phone and sent an email and then right before I took the 9.30 class at F45 this morning, got an email back and sorry, you had two months to do it. It's unfair to everyone else. Um, here's a link to a Facebook page to keep an eye out for scholarships. Cheers. Aww. That's the second time hearing it, but it's still, like, heartbreaking. <laughs> it's so... So that, for me, is, like, a seven... Seven and a half thousand dollar, like, mistake. Seven and a half thousand dollar learning. Sort of reiterate. Something came up. My dad used to always tell me as a kid, you know, like, everything has consequences. hmm You know, putting it off has... Cons- putting it off has consequences. Not writing it down and reminding myself. Got a question for you, though. Mm. So if you got this scholarship, would you have bothered applying for any other scholarships? No, because it would have covered everything. So potentially by not getting this one, yeah. you might have to apply for other ones, which could be of more value. And just as well, because remember that 20... <laughs> <laughs> like that 20k scholarship <laughs> yeah, that 20K, you're, you're getting. That yeah. $100 million scholarship yeah. that I'm going to get now because of it. Yeah. Jess had yeah. a good point when I told her this. She said, you know, maybe it's because something bigger com- is coming. Something better is on the way so hopefully it is it's, that's a bit like the person you are eh? you know everything happens for a reason sure does. um 
let's get into the podcast. Introduce yourself for people who are listening. Obviously, all your far known friends are probably going to tune into this, but for people who don't know you, um, introduce yourself, a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, kia ora my name is Jess. I was born and raised in Auckland, um, but I papa back to Tainui Waka in Waikato. Um, Cousies. <laughs> yeah, literally both Ngāti Raukawa. Yo. Um, and I'm 26 years young. The young, not the young, not the old, the young ones instead. Yeah, um, lived overseas a couple times, back in New Zealand now. Recently switched to the fitness industry full time, um, which I'm loving, and now an instructor or trainer, coach, trainer, instructor, something, all of it. Pop um, into the studio. <laughs> yeah, hype man, hype man, DJ, no. dancer, hard um, at F45 Beach Haven with. Uh, this guy I'm wearing the hat for the people listening I'm wearing the hat um yeah, yeah. I want to let's have a yarn about that first yeah. F45 and, and training and stuff and getting into it how do you get into all that um I've always had a passion for fitness mm. and uh like holistic well-being I'd say and I first did my training with Les Mills and did it as a kind of passion project on the side um and I was lucky enough to instruct classes um, body pump classes through Les Mills. Um, then I was also a business and events manager. So when I followed that career, the fitness kind of dropped off. Then I came back to New Zealand um, for, a, a multi- for multiple reasons. And multiple um, reasons. one of them COVID. being the global, global pandemic. And, that sickness um, thing, eh? Weren't, weren't a couple people sick or something? Yeah, yeah like a few people around stuff. the world. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people had some sort of awakening this year, though. Or, like, it had that effect on a lot of people. What do you reckon? What, what do you mean by, like, awakening? Like, it, I think it forced the world to stop and just reflect and realise what's actually important. Mm. And everything we kind of are brought up thinking is super important and what what success means when and what it all it looks goes like. to like trash eh? yeah not, not, not a lot not a lot of that stuff actually sticks around yeah you know yeah because when you're forced to stop you're like oh okay actually my family's important you know my my body's important yeah you know? connection with friends and stuff not all the grind 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 hustle 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 get a day job like you know yeah, yeah. the constant like trajectory our lives are always on it's like forced to stop um also learning to be alone because like Mm. isolation yeah i was like did you come back in and you had to be by yourself for 14 days or were you i had to quarantine um so like a little bit of context yeah what was yeah context and then what was that like i like so i was business events manager um as we talk about constant grind constant trajectory i was like you know what i need to like keep building need to go what's the Mm. next step went over to sydney I got a job there, um, working on some incredible events, um, incredible brands, um, incredible salary. And then (laughs) can't wait to get into that shortly. And then uh, still, still wasn't happy. Mm. So uh, when COVID hit, it was kind of the wake up call I needed to come home um, and fix things that needed fixing. And then I had to go into 14 days isolation. Yeah, so 14 hotel. days by yourself in a hotel. 
I was incredibly lucky because the agency I was working for allowed me to work remotely. Um, so I had still had like an eight hour work day. Oh, wow. That yeah. all of a sudden sounds so much better. Yeah. So a routine and stuff. Yeah. But I was uh, quarantining with a friend or she was also in isolation. Mm. Um, and like we would chat and have dinner together every day and stuff because we came from the same bubble in Sydney. Oh, so you were able to like see her. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's so nice. One of my yeah. friends, Josh, he always listens to these. So hello, Joshua. Um, <laughs> Shut up. He came back from Aussie as well, and he had 14 days, like, no working, like, just mm-hmm. straight 14 days, like, nothing to do. Like, all he did was watch movies and, like, yeah, well, yeah, do press-ups and sit-ups, and, like, I called him a couple times. I was, like, we were in lockdown at the time, and I should have talked to him way more, but, like, it went by so fast for me, but I couldn't imagine what it would have been like for him. Mm-hmm. Like, Crazy. Yeah, and the first week's fine. It's that second week that hits you. Yeah. You're like, just get me out of here first now. First week, I must just be like getting used to it and stuff. Yeah. And then the second one, like, you get over it. That's good that you still had like work from home and stuff. Anyway. Yeah, I was very lucky. Back to the whole Air 45 thing. Oh, just a quick oh. note on that. The the people I kind of felt this most sorry for were the parents who had to look after kids as well. But also all the athletes returning home that oh. were kind of restricted to a box. Yeah. And they just, like, you could see it in the eyes. They needed to get out and run. There was all these rugby players that had come back in our wave. And oh, yeah. I just I couldn't, felt for them. I couldn't handle that, eh? I would just do, like, I'd just straight be doing, like, push-ups and, like, squats and, like, sit-ups and stuff. And yeah. Like, oh, I couldn't imagine that being on box of Fortune Days. Yeah. I, I would, like, freak out. I'd yeah. be, like, claustrophobic. Like, oh. Yeah. Especially in a hotel because you're all, like, everything's the same. Yeah, it gets a bit like that. Anyways, back on that fitness <laughs> fitness grind. So you like you've always been into fitness and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you started with these mills, you said, and mm-hmm. then you just started at F forty five, like after you came back. Eh? Yeah. How did well, that happen? Did you said like be like, "Yo, get me back in," or? Yeah, I saw that they were opening a studio in Beach Haven, and um, also Tia, our colleague, my flatmate. Colleague, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, she had a job at F45 Beach Haven and then I was reassessing and I was like, actually, yeah, the connection's already there because I grew up Birkdale Beach Haven, so did all my family. Mm-hmm. As you know, half Beach the Haven studio represent. is my family. Yeah, half the studio, probably more <laughs> connected to Jess in some way or another. It's related. Um, and then I just saw it as like, what a cool opportunity to help create a safe space and environment for people to like progress, connect, make small wins, build a community, flourish together in sort of a time that everyone was a little bit not knowing where yeah. to go or what to do in life. So that's that, that was a very deep level at how I saw this opportunity <laughs> come up. Everyone's like, cool, F45. People listening like, right now are like crying. Like, <laughs> so meaningful. Yeah, and then as we got into it... Um, I don't know, our studio just flourished and yeah. like our team is always on. Our team is on, on. Yeah. We have the best team ever. Literally we do. I reckon. I reckon we're pretty we're pretty like we're yeah. pretty on. Yeah. And you know you have the best team when you come away from work every day having learnt something new. Yeah. So like this guy is my financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have the shares portfolio I have if it wasn't for him. 
Oh, have you been doing this? Yeah. Oh, that's tough. That's exactly yeah. it. Always giving me the lectures and the lessons, mm, which mm. I appreciate. And then James. Those ones say, go away. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to get rich. <laughs> yeah. I don't want money. Um, yeah. And then James, who's like a the mentor dad. in life. Father. You can't say that because he hates being called that because he's like, it makes you sound old. Well, he is a dad now, <laughs> so you could straight up call him a dad. You're such a dad, James. Yeah. He's just like, I'll... Oh, the mentor we never asked for, but a great is very grateful yeah, for. Yeah, hard. Yeah, and so we just keep grinding, and the job doesn't feel like a job. No, it doesn't. That's what I like about it. Mm. That's like one of the reasons I wanted to do it. Well, I wanted to do it because it was a real good way to apply everything I was learning at uni, like sport and exercise science wise. Mm-hmm. And like, I love the idea of training people. Like, it's something I wanted. Like, it was one of those jobs I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And like, probably I. I want to progress it eventually to being like a strength and conditioning coach or like a fitness trainer for like a team or like, or like personal trainer. But yeah, I saw it as well and I was like, oh, it's a pretty good opportunity, mm. you know, and it was close to home and it's mean because you just rock up to work. It doesn't feel like work, eh? You just nah, go have yarns, you just, you know, train the members, have a chat. Go to hang out with the fam, catch up. I reckon my favorite in. bit is like seeing the people that have been there get way fitter. Mm-hmm. like seeing them and seeing them you know like if they want to for example like be able to do push-ups and then they can do push-ups yeah or like when you especially when you help them and you like give them a little tip and then the next time they come you see them like doing it and you're like oh yeah it is me is that what's your favorite my bit favorite part is um their curiosity like when they come in for chats and they're like oh i want to um learn how to do this but i don't know how to start or like mm. how can i get here or these meals aren't working for me on the challenge. Like, how can I experiment? They're just, like, always asking questions, which means... Well, I feel like that means they're really engaged and, like, want to learn more yeah. about themselves as well as That's get cool really as fit. well, yeah, because yeah. you get a chance to sort of show your stuff and be like, well, yeah. I reckon you could do this. Like, have you tried this? Yeah, I, I, it's me. Yeah, those conversations... I reckon is the most fulfilling part of the job especially with the challenge going on now like it's really yeah. cool with you know people for example seeing like crystal clear goals like today Cass and Claudia for example I was talking to them mm-hmm. and they're both what like Claudia's wanting to be able to do a pull up mm-hmm. and so I was and there was no pull ups in the workout but I was like oh just hang around after and I'll just yeah. show you something you can do like before and after class and it was just like literally jumping up on the bar and then like slowing yourself down as low as, as like for as long as you can yeah and I was like, you know, just do that before and after class. And so, like, now she's going to come and do that. Hope you'll help her do a pull-up. Yeah. Same thing with the push-ups. I was like, you know, just go all the way, chest the ground, then go back onto your knees. Is, was that Cass's first time up on the bar? No, nah, that was like... that was Claudia for the pull-up. And then oh, yeah. for Cass, it was the push-up. Yeah. And then I showed Claudia as well because I think she was keen on it too. Get it. Yeah, if you guys are listening and you want to be able to do a push-up or a pull-up, couple, <laughs> couple pro tips <laughs> there, just man. skip it back. <laughs> nah, we're the man. F45 Beach Haven, we're on, come through. We are on. Okay, yeah, that's, that's pretty tough. Is there anything else yeah. you want to touch on in terms of F45 Beach Haven? Um, I guess like a little takeaway from the switch to the fitness industry. See, value, this is why <laughs> I get you on straight away. Like, anything else? Yes. Yes, it's there is. just, um, the, with this job, and I think you can apply it to any job or industry, I would hope, maybe not because I'm not familiar with every industry, but... <laughs> What about um, concreting, Jess? <laughs> I feel like concreting, maybe, is finding a job 
that aligns with your passion, but mm. that will also fit around your lifestyle. Yes. Because you probably already know, but uh, I'm at the beach every day. Yeah. Yeah. Swimming every day, rain or shine. And it just having this job not only is fulfilling, but allows me to live the life that I want to live. Yeah, have the lifestyle you want. Yeah. yeah. And not be uh, determined by hours or workload mm. or anything like that. So. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Like yeah. it means I can, I like it because obviously when uni's like on, I can go to work and then I'm done mm-hmm. or I can go to uni and then I've got work afterwards. Like it's not a during the day job, which is what I like about it. Yeah. I think the other thing, actually, yeah, before we move on, is, like, that is, it's draining work, hey? Like, yeah. it's real mean, but it's draining, and you have to be real. Like, if, you know, if people who are out there in the fitness industry, or, like, people who go to the gym, if you, like, don't already know, it's, like, I reckon it takes a toll on the trainers. Mm-hmm. Like, and you've got to come, like, energetic to every single class. But, so, like, you know, stuff happens out of class, and you get told, oh, whatever, but, like, I reckon it still gets me sometimes. Yeah. Like, when I first started working, I got so drained. Or, like, whenever I have something, like, other things come up, like, for example, with the tawnies that I've just had, just everything affects everything, and then I notice, like, in class, like, oh, I'm a bit more tired, or, like, yeah, oh, I'm injured, so I can't, like, do what I want to be able to do and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So how do we how do we help each other as a team with that? Comms. It's all comms. about comms, I think. Comms to the bosses so yeah, they can true. sort you out. And don't feel bad. Like, when you hit us up, you're like, Jess, can you demo today because my hammies are out? Comms the team. Yeah, I feel so... I, I hate being an admin. I no, hate being that's what luggage. the team's about, though. I always feel luggage when I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Can you do it for me, please? Because <laughs> I don't want to seem like I'm making excuses, like, oh, I'm too lazy or whatever. Because I am a lazy guy. Like, I'm lazy as, but I would never be like, oh, no, I'm lazy. You can do it. Yeah. It's just like, no, I'm actually injured. It was like yesterday, <clears throat> this lady came to get some hay. And Dad had, like, packed up the trailer and brought it up from the barn. <laughs> I thought she came to Air 45 to get home. <laughs> no, no, I was like, wait, what? No, nah, just a slight now? diversion. Okay. Just like you a live slight, on a farm, like, so that like, makes just sense. Not at Air 45. Yeah. We didn't have a barn of hay at Air 45. But, you know, like, she came to my house to get yeah. some hay. And Dad had loaded up the trailer, brought it up from the barn. And she got there, and, like, I just got home. I was unpacking my car for all of my stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, one of the things where I would normally just go out and, like, go help Dad just chuck the hay, like, from the trailer into her trailer. Mm-hmm. But my, like, my hammies are in the good moment, but it wasn't even, like, my wrist at the moment is, like, being really weird. When, like, the other thing I'm doing over the summer is landscaping with one of my mates. God, as if you don't have enough on your plate yeah, already. Yeah, But it's mean. Extra yeah. hours. Extra money. Yeah, good on you. Chilling outside. Like, just on a farm or like just outside with your mate like yeah. having yarns listening to music getting tan, getting tan you know mm. the, the shirt off gardening kind of <laughs> yeah. vibe yeah um but obviously I haven't done it in ages so yeah. like doing all the stuff and it was just over one day but I think the gripping and the like constant thing for like eight hours yeah straight up got me and the next day this was like swollen as and even now it's still sort of like it's kind of like creaky like a rubber band that's gonna snap yeah, it's a bit weird. I'm going to a physio on Thursday for my hemi, so I'll get it checked out then. Long story short, like, it was one of those things where I would normally go help dad, but I couldn't, and mm. I just felt so bad, because I was like, please, and I was hiding. I was like, don't come ask me to help, because I'll have to say no, mm-hmm. and then I'll feel bad about it. It's just trash, you know? But you just got to put yourself first, because at least when, then when you do show up, mm. you're showing up because you want to, and it's like, 100%. authentic about it. Good to go. Yeah. 
rather yeah. than like I just feel bad that's why I'm doing this yeah hard because I'll feel that I'll be like he doesn't want to be here mm. <laughs> okay pivot pivoting I'm trying to decide whether I pivot into like you going to the beach all the time and like you know your, <laughs> your zenness yeah or whether I pivot back to like the right like oh, the right <laughs> the Range Rovers. The job that you had overseas. I love how out of all our chats about like our, not our past lives, but like our lives. Your past me, life. Me driving me, the Range Rovers is like the nothing. one thing that stuck I with you. I literally just went to school and went to uni and now I'm here. You um, like, I just hear random stuff and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Rain, okay, yeah. Range Rovers is the one thing that stuck with me. So tell like, yeah. just tell me again the Range Rover story. Like, whoa, it's not really a story. It's like what you were doing for your job. Yep. I can kind of combine both, I reckon. Yeah, combine both. If you're like, like weave it in. Journey of it, and then also what the job was. The job. Zenness. I'm ready. I love that. I'm all ears. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) when I was 16 years old, I decided that it was time to decide what my career path was going to be. Good on you. Yeah. Mm, 16, I was like, you know, fairly legal to drink, but apparently I knew what I was going to do in life. Legal to drink. (laughs) Fairly legal. Um, And so I decided that I wanted to get into event management. And so I started volunteering on events. At 18, I got to um, volunteer on events like the Vodafone Music Awards, which was really fun. Oh, nice. Um, Did some like launch parties and stuff for media groups. Um, And then I went to uni to study business and events. Which is really cool. AUC. AUC. Yes. The yeah. real uni. The That's best me. uni. Yep. Massive ambassador for AUC. Same. Apart from the fact that they didn't let me reapply for the scholarship. So it's probably going to be a bit of an issue. <laughs> AUT, if hint, you're listening. Hint. If anyone else is listening, you know, and wants to give me a scholarship. Yeah. You know, for next year, just hit me up. Alan, they have Barney he's Barney. Worth that. Trust me. Anyways, back to <laughs> And he's an investment now because then when he blows up, yeah, he'll hard. remember you. Yeah, hard. I'm either going to put yeah. AUT on or I'll be like, I hated AUT because they sucked as a uni and never gave me any scholarships. Well, I have to, well, I don't have to, but I am a massive investor for AUT because they sent me overseas to study my last year. Oh, that's pretty cool. In Florida, and that was on scholarship. So that was an opportunity that's probably going to stick with me for ever and ever. Um, but yeah, and then as soon as I got back from Florida, I graduated and went straight into the events industry. Nah, hold on. Florida. Let's not skip over <laughs> the traveling to Florida. Yeah. How'd you suss that? Do you just apply for it and then what was it like for a semester? Um, for the whole year? so I was like, I'm a bit like you. I was like one of those people that just being at uni wasn't enough. Like mm. I had to be a part of, um, the Māori Association and mentoring groups and, um, like societies and groups oh, good and on this. You. Yeah, and one of those ones, nice. Yeah, good and always spreading myself too thin, as my mum would like to say. <laughs> but um, through that came an opportunity. There was a scholarship put up by um, Kathy and Eric Hertz, who uh, were the founders of Two Degrees, but unfortunately passed away in that helicopter accident. Oh, um, and they were all about getting Kiwis over, like overseas, like out into the world. Right. Um, and I was blessed enough to have received one of those scholarships myself and my friend Campbell and it meant we went overseas to study in our last year on like sort of an exchange program what was that like it was interesting so Trump had just announced not to bring politics into it 
Trump had politics. just announced politics. Politics. Into it, but he had just announced he was running. Um, and it was so weird because a lot of friends we had made in America no longer were our friends. Like it, it created this divide, not just like all oh, one day it just hit, but mm. it created such a divide that we just started distancing ourselves from people. Oh, like some people were like, yo, and some people were like, oh, yeah, no. right. But it was such a great experience. And because we were from New Zealand, um, we're like, we're taken in by the rugby boys. They were just like, yes, Kiwis, like we'll look after you. Yeah, tough. Been to all the parties, you know, live that college life. Yeah, what were the parties like? A lot of beer. Yeah, they love like, beer. Just beer. They don't drink like RTD. Like, no. Straight. I was like, where's, where's the spoon off RTD? What was like the like frat life like? like like was it every night or like was it on weekends um, like every weekend it was expensive yeah it was really expensive to be part of a frat it was quite elitist mm. um which was weird to uh, like me and my friend Freya who were on the exchange together both Kiwis um we didn't see the value in having such a divide like it was more because we're so yeah. community focused here yeah yeah so we're just like shouldn't we all be in it together Shouldn't we all um, just be friends? Yeah. Shouldn't mm. we all be like getting through this college life together? But it was awesome. Like we still are super connected with all the friends and stuff that we made over there. The international students all became really close, which means when we go to Germany, we have a place to stay. When yeah, we go to that's the best. France, I reckon that's the best thing about yeah. exchanges. It's, it's so like, good. It's just, if you go anywhere, like you know you've got like a, mm-hmm. like a person to see, a place to stay. Like even if it's just like a couch. But yeah, I reckon that's... What was, like, the craziest thing that happened while you were over there? Apart from Trump announcing that he was running for president. Um, my best memory is jet skiing in the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in terms of, like, really crazy, I'm not too sure. Oh, Tomorrow World, when we all got, um, when it got flooded... And we were all stuck in the mud. And I wasn't able to shower for like six days. There was no cell phone service. What? Yeah. Yeah, I want to go to a festival over there, like um, Rolling Loud or Coachella. Yeah. Coachella's like the standard one, but Rolling Loud, I reckon, has a better lineup because it's like all the rappers, so I'd be way more into it. Hard. That's pretty crazy. Six days. Yeah. No showers. Ooh, grotty. Is that us, Rolling Loud? Yo. I really want to go to the one in Portugal. Say less, baby. Yeah. Portugal, you mm. pretty tough. I know. Just a work trip. Hey, if we yeah. Beach Haven, come on, team. Bonding session. Sammy and Nick. Sammy and Nick, if you're listening, I reckon that's a good Christmas party for Hi. next year. Just a quick trip overseas. Yeah. Even like Bali, you know, just a staff party in Bali. <laughs> that would be pretty reasonable, I think, in my opinion. Hard. We can make it work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We went off on a tangent there. Anyways, back to your back to your life. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So did the Florida thing, came back, and then went. Uh, straight into the events industry. Uh, killed myself for a year working in events, uh, but learned a lot. Long hours or like? Long hours, like 60, 70 hour weeks. Yeah, because you do all the officing, um, the work leading, admin work leading up to the event, and then the event is usually at night on the weekends outside of uh, everybody else's yeah. work hours. Yeah, I see. Yeah, and especially because I was so fresh, I had so much to learn, mm. and I was really lucky that the agency I was with were kind of patient with me, but I had to put in double the time to catch up to where everybody else was. Right. Yeah, and then from there, I went into another agency because I was like, I want to do like cool, 
cool events. Cool events. <laughs> like business events are great. I learned a lot, but I want to do like the events you see on like the cool like media. IG worthy events. Yeah, yeah I see. The what launch kind of events were those? Um, so I moved to yeah a PR and events agency, and that's when I got to work with brands like Jaguar Land Rover and Magnum and Coca Cola. Um, and we got to do heaps of cool events. The standout one probably to me was the national tours with Jaguar Land Rover. Yeah, so that's yeah. where the that's where the Land Rovers came in that came yeah. into play. What was that like? What did you do for that? So we took a fleet of in the winter it was the um, the Land Rovers, and in the summer it was uh, with the Jaguar brand, and it was more racetrack focused. But the winter one's my favourite because we got to go off roading in the in the Land Rover and Range Rovers, we got to see some incredible properties in the South Island. Yeah. Just like farms and um, and ranches that you would never knew existed. Mm. So this job took us to a lot of really cool places. And on top of that, we had the best team. So it was, it was a good time. And the purpose of the events were to take uh, the customers out into these experiences in these cars. Because usually when you buy one, it's mostly for on-roading. Yeah, whereas this one was like... You can actually do this. Yeah. Stuff. That is so cool. And let's push it to the limits. I reckon doing something like that would be so cool, just to do for like a year or something. Yeah. Like that would just be crack up. Just literally touring the country in a Land Rover. Yeah. Taking people who are buying them out and being like, yo, let's go like with the Land Rover just off-road. Hard. Off it was track. buzzy for me because we only worked with luxury brands, mm. and so everything had to be super premium. But I had a... Uh, I don't know what the word is for it, but like growing up, nothing was ever like luxury, premium, high yeah, brands. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was cool to see that world. Yeah, be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And just see, yeah. Um, and that was probably the standout events that I did while I was with that agency. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's honestly just like. You would have been so good as a brand ambassador. Yeah, Land Rover, bro. Just put yeah. me on. Just chuck me in a in a late. I was gonna say chuck me in a jeep, but that's not the right. We literally had to hire people in each city to come and like help us on site because while yeah. we were doing everything in the background, they were the ones out with the customers, you yeah, know, getting to know them, yeah. um, talking about the product. And those people have to be on, and they have to have, they have to be good at having a yarn. Man, I'm pretty good at spinning a yarn. I can talk a bit of trash. Yeah. Keep a conversation going. If I ever start doing tours again, we've been doing it right now for yarn. 31 minutes. If you guys are still listening, yeah, I know. If you guys are still listening, make sure you like, subscribe and stuff. Check out the Instagram, Alan Nav. We have a members group, but you know you have to be pretty on to get in that one. <laughs> Am I, can I get? Into yeah, you can get on because okay, you're a guest. Cool. Guests get Thanks. automatic entry if they would like to be a part of it. Yeah, it's just you know just having yarns and stuff, getting a bit deeper, yeah. throwing some ideas around. It's actually pretty cool. Like I because made it last week, and so now we've got like fifteen people in there. Mm-hmm. And like all like we've just there's just been two things like because I want it quality over quantity like I don't want ten posts a day in the window hell out of everyone mm-hmm. like I want it to be like one or two things a week where everyone just goes like donkey deep on something and yeah like, and so like one of the boys chucked like a third up being like you know what are some good books mm-hmm. and that's sort of at like the lowest end of what I would call like worthy of a conversation but like you know then like a few of the few of the people in it were like oh like these books these books these books and like you start seeing like oh these are like some good books and stuff and then I put up a welcome post being like you know welcome and 
did some stuff, you know, just for the members group, you know, exclusive, yeah. exclusive. Oh, exclusive, excited. Yeah. I want to be in on this exclusive Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Group. Yeah, well, like, it's just cool because now that it's summer, I'm starting to do more stuff with it. Yeah. And, like, starting to, like, me and Charles are looking at designing the tees now. Like, oh, those cool. collector's tees and some... You know you've made it when you start selling merch. Nah, well, you actually have to sell merch to have made it. <laughs> no point making tees if no one buys them. I'm, I'll buy your first tee. Yo. Can I do that? Oh, there's a few people who want to buy the first tee. Okay. Well, I'll buy our tee. Yo, say, okay. deal. It's going to be pretty tough. It's going to be like a yellow one like this. Yeah. It'll just be like Alan Ave, and then on the back, it's going to have all the guests, so your name will be on there. Damn. Yeah, damn. Yeah, it's tough. Definitely tough, tough as, yeah. Oh, cool. um, anyways, let's, we've got like a few more minutes left, mm-hmm. like, well, not a few more, we've got, we have a decent amount of time left, we can keep talking, I suppose, mm-hmm. I'd like to just get a little bit into your outlook on life, yeah, because you're a very zen person, I feel, I? you love a bit of yoga, you live at the beach, you're always like, you know, just like, breathing and stuff, I rate that, that's probably the best compliment I've ever received, <laughs> yeah, smooth fella, yeah, yeah, um, well, I wasn't always like that. Really? I, yeah. Really? I don't know if you can tell from like our past life chats, but, um, I was always had to have 50 million things on the go, oh. set really massive expectations of, for myself. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and which is great when it comes from a place of passion. So like, when I hear you talk about touch and the way your eyes light up, like <laughs> that sounded really like the way your eyes light up. But um, we got eyes light up when you talk about touch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. touch is on. That's why. I yeah. know. And all your expectations you set for yourself come from mm. a place of passion. Yeah. Whereas like mine always came from a place where I thought I had to be right. in life, right. and that's super toxic. Yeah, it's pretty good differentiation. Like coming either coming from passion or from you know, yeah you think you should have to yeah like singers artists they want to be like uh they want to be famous when they grow up they want to mm. there's a massive expectations but they it comes from a place of like what they're passionate about yeah yeah um where mine was always like okay my salary needs to be bigger i need to move up i'm only a junior event manager at 21 by 23 i need to be a senior event manager by 25 i need to be running my own team like it was just always trying to corporate climb i guess is the best way to explain when it. you were doing that though were you sort of getting near those goals like were you taking those goals off expectations wise yeah and then when i got to them i wasn't happy right. i was like all right what's the next thing yeah what, yeah. what are we going on i was to wondering next? whether it would be like you got them and then it was like no nah, this isn't good enough or whether it would be like they were too high and i was never meeting them and i felt like trash because mm. the satisfaction never came from within it was always like Oh yeah, cool. That's my new paycheck. Yeah, mm. that's the new agency I'm working for. Intrinsic motivation is much more useful than uh, extrinsic motivation. Fun fact. One hundred percent. Well, everyone knows it, you know, but but to yeah. say it is yeah. like yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, because I look back on my time like doing these cool events with these brands like um, Jaguar Land Rover, Magnum, and Westpac, and I'm like. That was actually... Name drop, name drop, name, <laughs> name drop. Name drop, name drop. Wait till I get to the Sydney job. Um, oh. And then... And I was like, oh, that was actually such a cool job, but I was so not present that I wasn't actually able to thoroughly enjoy it. Ah, yeah. And I look back and I'm like, how much more fun would it have been if I actually sat there each time and was like, this is freaking cool. What mm. you're doing is amazing. 
like enjoy this moment enjoy being working with these brands but instead my mind was always like okay what's next or like what what are we oh, moving on yeah. to and then that's See, when while I was with, Sydney came. Yeah, so okay, we can, while yeah. I was at Sport New Zealand, the whole time I was there, I was like, bro, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, this is crazy cool. Like, all the stuff you got to do, like, all the, like, perks and stuff. I was like, bro, this is so crazy. Yeah. I can't believe it. But that was because, like, I never went into it with the expectation of I'm going to climb the corporate ladder and be CEO of Sport New Zealand. I just went into it like, I've got a job that's going to help me with my degree, like, a bit of part-time money I do it while I do uni like no really like expectations so all I do is enjoy it mm-hmm. rather than going in like you know Sydney you said well when we did that first training together and you were like we're working for F45 I don't know if you remember this conversation yeah, we're, like, yeah. it's freaking cool so I was going through this period where I was like I guess on paper going mm. from this um, like huge high paid high reputation job to then becoming a trainer, which that's not a drop. But in my mind, I was like, is that a drop? Like, what are people going to think? Like, mm. did I give up? Like, all that kind of stuff. And then you came through and you were like, that's freaking cool. Like, we're working yeah. for this gym. We're doing this. And I went home that night and I was like, you know what, Jess? It is freaking cool. It is pretty cool. Like, that's whose eyes dope. are you worried about? Whose oh. thoughts are you worried about? Like, so yeah. When I got that job, I was so stoked because, like, my sister told me about it when I was, was 18, 17, like first year of uni. Yeah. And I went along to one and I was like, bro, this is cool air. Like yeah. imagine doing this for a job. It's, yeah. it's not even a job. You just rock up, do yeah. this and get paid as well, just as an extra. Yeah. You're, you're getting to do it is the main reward and then yeah. also you get paid money. And so then when finally it came up, I was like, bro, what we <laughs> That's get? us. We get like uniform, what? Oh <laughs> we get to train Your favorite part. Yeah, the uniform's pretty sick, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it is pretty sick. Especially all the boys from like, oh, bro, bro, that uniform's pretty yeah. sick. I was like, yeah, bro, it's pretty Yeah, bad. the F45 branding, the three stars. <laughs> yeah, I... Um, yeah, and then, so when I was at Campbell & Co, oh, flatmate just got home, um, then there was kind of like a life pivoting moment. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, I okay. you sure are. I, okay. My bet, by the way, is that it's Tia. Yeah, me too. She could have just finished her shift. Mm, mm. Um, I broke up with my ex. 10-year relationship. Whoa! Yeah, yeah I know. Whoa. Wait, when was this? Uh, when I was 25. No, I just before my 25th birthday. So, 2000. Oh my gosh. Okay, I was out here being like, I don't know anyone my age that's been in a relationship longer than me. Yeah. Because me and Chelsea are coming up on five. That's Shout out Chelsea, you beautiful human. Yeah, she is a beautiful human being. Um, Ten years, crazy. Whoa. Yeah, and then we had the the split. And then I was like... You say you broke up with him. Oh, we don't have to get into the depths of it, but you broke up. Yeah, but I had no choice, Right, is what I'll say. Broke up with him, but I had no choice because of uh, events that occurred. And then, um, (laughs) oh, what is it? I I felt like that was a failure in my life, so I was like, cool, how am I going to come back from this? Like, what's going to be my big fuck you moment? And I was like, I'm going to go to Sydney. Like, you're, he's living in Perth. You know what? I'm going to go to Sydney. You're on this much money. You know what? I'm going to be I'm on this much on. money. Ooh. Yeah. So big alpha move. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then that's when I started working with brands like Google <laughs> and, and Amazon. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? <laughs> I was like, am I allowed to say my big fuck you moment? Yeah, oh. Um, yeah, and that's when I started, we're going to start the name dropping again. Uh, Google, working with bro, Google, what? Amazon, Spotify what? for a really cool agency. Over there. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring this whole story and context up is uh, that... So that dis- I now know that you work with Google, Spotify, and yeah, Amazon. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was more because that decision was made from a place of pain. Right, yeah. And one, once all the hype started to come away, and once I started, like, it started to wear off that I'm working with these amazing brands and these international... Uh, celebrities with these international events etc etc uh the pain was still there yeah so that's kind of what led to what we call what you like to call now my zenness yeah your zenness yeah so you started taking some time to work on yourself yeah came on home is that why you like the beach so much is that your happy place yeah yeah that's my happy place um yeah the big realization that like healing is uh a mindset not a destination Sydney wasn't gonna fix me I've seen that have I seen that on your story I feel like I've seen yeah. that on your story some pretty cool quotes come up on your story not bad <laughs> yeah. what's your Instagram for people to follow you by the way uh, at Jessica Aroha yeah. is there any underscores or is it just joke no it's Jessica, Jessica and then Aroha is spelled A-R-O-H-A yeah oh. and that means love in Maldi wow you didn't know I know wow so zen so zenless but yeah and then that's when I came home that's when the healing began and that's why I'm kind of in this stage now in this stage of just living life well thank you so much for coming before I let you go could I just you know because you're 26 years young Hmm. some of the people that listen to this are a bit younger than 26 years young yeah so what would your like one bit of life advice be to someone listening you know, if you could tell yourself this five years ago, if you could tell a 20 year self, 20 year old you, anything, what would it be? 20 year old me, what would I say? This is going to be a definite, I'm definitely going to clip this and put this on Instagram too. Oh gosh, pressure. Pressure, 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 pressure. Um, I did kind of mention it yesterday. I was like, we'll get some life, life advice. Yeah. Uh... This is going to be really anticlimactic, <laughs> but the, the biggest lesson I've probably learned is you literally just have to be, like, full stop. Nice. There's no, like, you have to be this, you have to be a certain way, you have to be on this, you have to be achieving this. Nice. You literally, you're only put on this earth to be, full stop. Gonna, Everything else is a bonus. I'm going to quote that. Gonna put that up. Gonna clip that. Put that up. Very nice. Is that good? You literally just have to be. Yeah. Yeah. I I was waiting for the be what. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna say like be present or be yourself or be, and I was gonna be like, you know, standard but nice. Yeah. But unorthodox there from you. I know. If you're just being, you're one hundred percent living how you're meant to be living, or well, not meant to be living in any certain way. But hence why my Instagram bio. Don't know if you've seen it. Is just I am. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Because it used to say, I am an event manager, I'm 26, I'm this, I'm that. But actually, all of that is irrelevant because... You are. I am, full stop. Nice work. Jess, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Make sure you check her out. Jessica Aroha on Instagram. 
obviously Alan Ave on Instagram and make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Alan Ave with me, the host Finn Barnett, and uh, it, whether it was me or just uh, another guest that was on there as well, go check them out if there was a guest on here. Um, if you want some more Alan Ave, go to alanave.com. That's the hub for everything that you need. Um, all the Instagram, the social media, the YouTube, the extra stuff, the recommendations, the newsletters, the everything, all the value adds, it's all at alanav.com. So that's the best bang for buck. If you're an Instagram kind of guy or gal or whatever, uh, check us out at alanav podcast. Uh, that's our handle for Instagram, TikTok, um, and I think just about everything else as well. So more alanav, go check us out at alanav.com. See you on the next episode of alanav. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Cheers.